Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bottom Up Revolution podcast from Strong Towns. This is a special Strongest Town contest episode featuring a competitor in the final four rounds of our competition. It's my pleasure to welcome a representative from Durango, Colorado, Bryce Bierman. Please introduce yourself, Bryce, and, and tell us what brings you to this contest. What's your connection to the city? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for having me. Again, yeah, my name is Bryce Bierman. I am a city planner uh, working for the city of Durango. I'm actually a newer planner to the department, and in some of my downtime as an early employee, uh, I took it upon myself to nominate Durango uh, as the strongest town because I, I know I and, and the rest of my department would feel the same, and we feel strongly that this is a pretty amazing place. And yeah, I've seen nothing but support from the rest of the community since we were nominated. So it, it has been an exciting kind of a culture, community culture building time for us. Very cool. Um, so let's get into hearing a little bit more about Durango. How has your community adapted to all the challenges, especially the economic challenges that came from the pandemic of the last few years? Right. Also, uh, I guess as well as all the other towns that are competing have probably had to undergo some pretty drastic changes and, and had to allow for some more flexibility since the, the time of COVID. And, and we have different, I guess, examples from uh, different areas of the city. But uh, I know one big thing that the public notices here in Durango is that since COVID, we had allowed what are called the, the main avenue bump outs. Um, so that was something that the city did to allow our very strong uh, central business district to continue to thrive through COVID as indoor seating was being limited or um, restricted. Uh, so this was a way for the, the businesses downtown to essentially take the, the outer parking lanes on our main avenue and turn them into kind of semi-permanent uh, patio structures. Uh, for outdoor dining and things like that. So that was a big thing that the city did in support of our local business community um, to help them weather the storm. And because we know it, it was a struggle um, for a lot of small businesses and restaurants in particular. And another effort that, that the city took on, um, so the Durango Art Brigade was created uh, as a response to COVID. And it's, it's a local group that uh, provides funding um, to local artists to create uh, different placemaking projects. That's just another kind of area of the city that that we wanted to make sure that we retained through the pandemic, and and we can still see to see that those areas grow um, now that I guess we're starting to get back to normal. Yeah, very cool. So as Durango works to become more financially resilient. Um, what steps has this community taken that you're most proud of and that you think will have the most long-lasting impact? Right. Well, yeah, something that we were trying to do um, always um, from an economic development standpoint is to try to diversify our economy. Uh, Durango was largely based on a mining community from its early days. And then into the, the middle of the 20th century, uh, started to transition um, into a, into a ski town or into a, more of a tourist hub. Um, so a large part of our of our economy is based on tourism, and we do what we can to take advantage of that because it certainly brings in uh, quite a bit of outside funding to the local economy. But we're trying to find ways to diversify that 
And I guess that an example of, of that support um, that I just mentioned would, would be the art, art brigade or the bump out programs um, in ways that we're trying to support the, the small businesses here in town so that hopefully we can start other industries um, that the, the community sees as an anchor rather than just the tourism. And, and we have other things. We have, you know, the University uh, Fort Lewis College. We have the Mercy Medical uh, Hospital, um, as well as the La Plata County Durango Airport. So we have a few of these big anchor institutions that, that we value, but we'd like to see more pop up. So we're really trying to, to support from the bottom up um, with the small businesses here in town. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, in the, in the first round of the contest, you mentioned as well being um, a tourist town sort of these days. And that's certainly something that, you know, so many communities across the country experience, um, even some in this contest and in previous years of this contest, um, some of our winners have been, you know, they would call themselves tourist towns. How do you balance being a city that attracts a lot of visitors and that's really important to the local economy while also ensuring that existing longtime residents can have a voice and a place too? Right. And that is actually, I mean, it's a, it's a huge debate in a lot of, I guess, the Colorado mountain towns, as the landscape starts to change, um, the politics of the town start to change, the culture itself starts to change, uh, as you know, Colorado has seen a tremendous amount of growth over the last decade. And, and now Durango has seen an even bigger boost since the, the days of COVID, uh, as people switch to remote work. Yeah, it's part of managing the expectations of the public. Um, I know, I mean, there's certainly annoyances uh, that tourist traffic can bring to the locals. Um, but I think it's yeah part of managing the expectations and educating the public on all of the benefits that this these outside uh, travelers bring to the economy um, and really trying to take advantage. I know it has been hard for our community to pass, uh, I guess, citywide tax uh, measures, um, but one one of the more recent, uh, I guess, tax measures that the, the community has supported through voting were uh, lodgers taxes, and that's becoming a, a very popular thing in the Colorado mountain towns um, where we can take advantage of that tourist traffic without having um, much of the pain being felt by the local um, by the local residents. Um, so that that's kind of a way that we try to sell that idea to the, the locals here so that way we can continue to get support for the tourist industry because we want it to stay. Um, but at the same time, yeah, we do want to diversify to hopefully hedge our bets against the future. Yeah. And you mentioned being a new destination for people like remote workers. I'm sure you're getting like an influx of people from California or other coastal expensive places. Um, What's that been like so far? Yeah, and, and that's part of the, I guess, the change in the town culture as well. Um, you know, ultimately Durango is, it's an old west town. Um, it, this is a, a rural region. Uh, Southwest Colorado is, is, is pretty remote, um, mostly due to the landscape. There's quite a few mountain passes in between certain towns. Um, we're kind of on the southern end of the San Juan Mountains here. The isolated nature, I guess, um, has has caused a huge culture shift. I mean, we were a small town and we were booming, um, bursting at the seams. And we do get a lot of the, the influx or from you know California, Texas is another big one um, where people have money to spend, but they're looking for that landscape. Um, people are starting to, 
to take more care in where they live rather than where they work now that they can potentially work uh, from home and, and choose to live wherever is most comfortable. And I guess that's a highlight of Durango is that it, it if you can make it work here, it's a beautiful place to live. And I feel like people have been moving here for the longest time trying to find jobs in town and it can be a struggle. But I think that the reality of living in Durango um, and having a high paying job that may not revolve around the local economy is going to be, I guess, more of a reality. And that's part of why we're seeing another housing boom or, or crunch here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of the most important areas that you're hoping the city can improve and grow and change in the coming months and years? Yeah. Um, so a couple of the strong efforts that that we're really making right now um, are to support the, the housing crisis. We've recently joined the, uh, the Regional Housing Alliance of La Plata County. It was an older group um, that had more or less dissolved and it has now been brought back, I guess, into its official status. And so Durango is a part of that. So we're, we're really working to, to help support housing as a region just because we we know that quite a few of our, of our workers commute from outside of the city and in the surrounding county. Um, we have a new housing and innovation manager, Eva Henson. That's just, uh, I guess, a, a piece of, of I guess, the puzzle or a start to this effort to, to change the housing landscape here. What I'd really like to see is for Durango to continue to be a place where people can live comfortably and, and they don't necessarily have to have two well-paying, you know, full-time jobs. And I I think people, if they're working full-time, that they should be able to afford a place to live. And and if we can make those ownership units, then great. Um, But ultimately, we're we're making a lot of progress right now in the rental market. And I I would look forward to seeing that grow and and hopefully allowing this place to be a place for younger people, because that's kind of the gap that we see right now is that people graduate and then they tend to to, to flee from the area because the housing is so expensive. So trying to, to keep the community here and allow it to grow and allow the people who want to be here uh, a, a way to do that. Yeah, I know that's something that a lot of small towns experience, like younger people grow up and then, yeah, struggling to find housing and jobs. Um, so it's great that you're looking at ways to, to keep people there. So important. To close this out here, do you have any comments or thoughts on your current competitor in this round of the contest, um, Norwood, Ohio? I'm not expecting that you've ever been there, but. <laughs> no, I've never been to Norwood, Ohio. Um, and, you know, I'm sure it has a, all of the amazing things that, that Durango has because it, it has a group of citizens that I'm sure want to make it a better place for them them and and their families to live for the future all i have to say is good luck you know i think all of us care a lot about the efforts that strong towns cares about and just the fact that we're all here in this contest is kind of a, a testament to you know the the teams that represent each of these applications that were submitted um so yeah i guess that's all i'd have to say is yeah good luck now we'll bring it <laughs> great points Well, for our listeners, you can learn more about the contest and vote in this matchup by visiting strongtowns.org slash strongest town. And Bryce Spearman, thank you and good luck to Durango, Colorado in this phase of the contest. I appreciate it, Rachel. Thanks for having me on. 